0: Listening to Disney On Demand's annual, not so scary, month long celebration. Beware of hitchhiking ghosts. (laughs) It's time, D Heads! Disney Blue presents Disney On Demand. Every week, Disney Blue lets you relive the magic, the movies, and the memories with celebrity guests, the best of classic Disney, and breaking news on Disney's latest. So put on your ears and give it a little bibbity bobbity boo Disney Blues, Disney On Demand, is on the air. Now, here's your host, Jonathan Johnson.
1: Alright, all of you D-Heads, you tuned in for another magical installment here at Diz Radio and the Diz Radio Show, and this week for show number 195. For the week of October 12, 2017, we're continuing on with our seventh annual Not-So-Scary Halloween celebration. That's right, with all things spooky, fun, things that go bump in the night, we're continuing on with our annual Halloween shows once again here this week. And to help us continue with that celebration, we're inviting somebody back. Somebody that puts the scare into you, somebody that is a little bit of that Oogie Boogie. Yes, we're bringing back Ken Page, the voice of Oogie Boogie in The Nightmare Before Christmas, as well as the voice of Oogie Boogie anytime you hear him at the parks, commercials, and so much more. And Ken's going to stop in and talk about what it's like being part of this cult Halloween family favorite film that everybody loves to watch, what it's like being recognized as Oogie Boogie, seeing Oogie Boogie in the parks full-fledged as a full-costume person, and so much more. In addition, no show would be complete without the D-Team, and Halloween festivities are in the air, and Aaron is opening up that coffin, putting in the fangs, going trick-or-treating, and he's going to answer all your questions, and I want to know. We also have the magical munchies. Maybe you're getting ready for those Halloween treats. You want the candy. You want the food. We have Trisha and Jamie back with all your magical munchies, including the winner of their contest. We have Dominic strapping on the short leash, taking you for a walk to give you those spooky tips and tricks to make the most out of your Walt Disney World vacation when you're short on time. Time and short on money. And let's not forget Randy, who's stopping in with a little bit of tidbits about Halloween, his favorite moments, trick-or-treating, costumes, and so much more. We also have some very special editions from many of our listeners and D-heads out there about trick-or-treating, Halloween, and all kinds of fun. There is news hot off the D-wire and so much more to continue on with our celebration. So before I jump into this week's show, I do want to mention that DizRadio.com is probably sponsored by Castle and Dreams Travel. And Castle and Dreams Travel is 100% free agency. They're going to help you plan, book, prepare, make the most magical vacation that you could possibly have from dining reservations, character interactions, you name it. They're going to hold your hand, walk you through the process and treat you like family. And they have bilingual experts to help you with any language barrier that you could possibly have. So definitely check them out. Castle and Dreams Travel, the official sponsor of Diz Radio. All right, all VG heads, so it is time to get spooky, jump into your doom buggy, go through the haunted mansion, drop down the Tower of Terror, watch those spooky films and so much more, and most of all, watch out for Oogie Boogie, because we're continuing on with our 7th annual not-so-scary Halloween celebration, and let's officially kick off show number 195 for the week of October 12th, 2017.
2: Hiding in the trash can, something's waiting out to pounce. And how you scream! Hey, this is Halloween. Red and black, it's like green. Aren't you scared? Well, that's
4: just fine. <laughs> say it once, say it twice. Take a chance and roll the dice. Right with the moon in the dead of night. Everybody scream! Everybody scream! in the town of Halloween, I am me. the clown of the tearaway face. Here in a flash
3: in of vomit and trace, I am.
2: Don't oh, we love it now? Everyone's, Everyone's waiting, waiting for, for the next surprise! Scenic <laughs> tin Jack might catch you in the back and scream like
5: a bet.
2: She make you jump out oh, of no, your skin! This is Halloween, everybody scream! Won't you please make way for a very special guy? The one and Jack is king of the pumpkin patch. Everyone hail to the pumpkin king! Now this is Halloween,
4: this is Halloween, Halloween! We call home, everyone hail to the pumpkin song
2: I cast quite a spell now. You won't believe your eyes. <laughs> the
6: spell is cast. Now Halloween time is more spooktacular than ever because it's in Disneyland and Disney California Adventure Parks.
3: Is on the prowl tonight is fair and foul
2: tonight They'll meet you there to howl tonight At Disney's Halloween treat Black cats and bats and ghosts Make most attractive hosts They're dying for a dance with you So play that Haunting refrain Tricks and treats to try tonight We'll be riding high tonight Your spirit's gonna fly tonight Disney's Halloween Treat
5: Disney's Halloween
0: This is Mark Silverman, the voice of the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror, and you're listening to Disney On Demand. Hey D-Heads, you're listening to Disney On Demand.
4: Wow, it's dark in here. Wow, and now it's Finally too bright.
0: Taking you on those magical journeys from your lifetime of Disney.
4: Kari, Kari McKean. it's like Carrie, only with a K instead of a C and an A instead of an E and only one R and an I instead of an I.
0: It's Disney On Demand.
4: Well, it started out like any normal sitting gig, you know, with the reassuring of the parents and all.
0: Here's your host, Jonathan Johnson.
4: I just wish I could forget. The whole thing.
0: You will, kid. You
1: will. Alright all you D-heads, I hope you enjoy the official Frightful Spooky kickoff for show number 195. For the week of October 12, 2017 as we are gearing up for none other than Oogie Boogie, yes Ken Page himself. To stop in here once again and chat with us and have all things spooky, fun, nightmare before Christmas as we continue on with our 7th annual Not So Scary Halloween Celebration here at Diz Radio. We have tons coming from the D-Team and all kinds of goodies. So before I jump into everything, hot off the D-Wire and many other places, I first want to mention all the different ways that you can stay connected here at the show. Yes, and first and foremost, you can always visit our official website at dizradio.com, D-I-Z-Radio.com. There you can find our full list of past shows, the complete podcast archives, our latest news blogs, and more right there on our official website at dizradio.com. Dizradio.com. You can also connect up with us all over the social media outlets on Facebook at Facebook.com slash DizRadioShow That's D-I-Z-Radio, S-H-O-W You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest and many other places Just search Disney On Demand Disney Blue, that's B-L-U, or Diz Radio, D-I-Z Radio, all of which are going to help you find our fun, spooky, Halloween-ridden shows here at Diz Radio and Disney On Demand. If you want to stay connected instantly, you're waiting to rise from the grave, you're waiting to get those costumes on, to get your spook on, to go trick-or-treating, and you need it instantly in your ears... All you have to do is go to iTunes and Stitcher Radio. It is that easy. Go to iTunes and Stitcher Radio, search Disney On Demand, Disney Blue, or Diz Radio, and you can get the latest shows as they get released for your iPhone, your Android, your tablet, the device of your choosing, and listen to it right away. And remember, if I've been talking too fast, you can't remember what I'm saying. All you have to do is go to DizRadio.com, D-I-Z Radio.com and find all these links there as well. All right, all of you D-heads, so with that said, normally this is that part of the show, when I give you news, when I give you that rundown within the Walt Disney Company, but... It is Halloween, and as I mentioned last week, Halloween is my favorite time of the year. So I'm not going to give you the rundown of news here this month. There's a lot of great things on the news front, so fear not. If you really want to stay connected with the latest news, go to our website where we have news posted every single day throughout the day with blogs, press releases, and so much more. But right now, I'm going to dim the lights. I'm going to make it spooky. I'm going to make the darkness come, because I think it's time To tone things down I think it's time to really get into that Halloween mood And how about some Halloween poems or stories Yes, I am going to make it dark Make it spooky And make it fun And this is going to be the time When we think about Halloween night When days grow short And nights get cold And autumn trees turn red and gold Move we may Through the sun-drenched days Mist leaves and berries And bales of hay In our hearts we feel the lure Toward darkness shivers And things not pure While ghostly shadows creep slowly by Spying on witches And brooms that fly by Icy fingers that grab their prey And do bad things Till night turns day Heed this plea to stay inside Find the covers and blankets And sheets to hide Slowly this night will fade to day And fiends and monsters will crawl away. Once a year, on this dark night, we shake and shiver till morning light. All right, just getting you warmed up here into that Halloween mood, making it fun, making it spooky, getting you into that kind of mood where you want to make it dark and and fun. And, you know, I, I think I just need to say that I really do love Halloween. I mean, seriously, all of you d heads. normally I don't go on these kind of rants, right? Usually I'm the guy who's giving you the news, talking to the guests, but you know what? I love this season. It's just that time of the year when you dress up, you have fun, you decorate your house, and you make it fun. You make it a blast. And I have great memories of that. In fact, I used to help build haunted houses for many, many years. Yes, I loved haunted attractions, haunted houses. I mean, it's just it's a fun time because there's something about being scared and, and getting that fright and that shivers. I mean, even if it's something simple, maybe you're not... A horror kind of kind of person you know but how about just watching goosebumps reading that spooky story things like that those are ways that you can really make i guess halloween come alive make it spooky make it fun and really just add that little bit of fun to everything that's uh uh, all things that go bump in the night, and making those memories, and really just sitting down and watching Disney's Halloween Treat and Mickey's House of Villains, and uh, watching all the Halloween Town franchise and Hocus Pocus, as well as Tower of Terror, the Haunted Mansion, Disney's Halloween Treat, as I mentioned, a Disney Halloween, Disney's Villains and Mayhem, as well as many others that Disney has in their catalog, including one of my favorites, Something Wicked This Way Comes. So with that, it's time to tone it down once again for my excitement d heads yes all right first i'm gonna eat a handful of candy corn here all right bear with me all right candy corn now if you haven't heard this one eat candy corn with a handful of peanuts if you don't have a peanut allergy it tastes just like eating snickers it's deadly let me tell you all right so now let's dim the lights once again here let's get in the mood and how about halloween blood gurgling scream little children run and hide ghost costumes and flying brooms on which evil witches ride. Haunted house, a shredded blouse, a scarecrow in the backyard. Graveyard love, vampire's blood, can make this night seem so hard. Halloween, an enchanted scene, a night filled with pure terror. Freddy Krueger, plastic luger, there is no room for error. Rotten eggs, and a neighbor bags. please don't use the toilet paper. Pranksters pray and run away, just like they pulled a caper Halloween big eyes of green a black cat is hissing loud Ghosts say boo and mom warns you don't stray too far from the crowd trick-or-treat a candy sweet also calories galore get off track and circle back and maybe you'll get some more Halloween number 13 a night of goblins and ghosts pumpkin patches bag snatchers and a jack-o-lantern host pitch black night kids filled with fright enchanting and scary scenes a full bag will make them brag and long for next Halloween alright LVD heads so with that said all the fun things things that go bump in the night things that really make it Fun, magical, and spooky. I do love myself some Halloween. So with that, I like I said, I'm not giving you news here this week, a little more of a free form. I just wanted to have something that was fun, different, unique for all of you D heads out there, and a little bit of Halloween poems. Definitely fun things here. So we have a lot of great things on the horizon here. We have Ken Page, yes, the voice of Oogie Boogie, is stopping in here very shortly. He's gonna chat with us, talk about Nightmare Before Christmas, how it has this cult fan following singing the songs, being Oogie Boogie to this day, even at the parks and many other things. We have the D team coming up. We have Trisha and Jamie with magical munchies. We have Aaron putting his hand to the coffin and answering all your questions and I want to know we have Dominic giving you those tips and tricks to make your Halloween spooky for the Walt Disney World Resort we have Randy stopping in here about some Halloween zoom zooms and all kinds of fun so get ready all of you D-heads because we are going to continue on with our 7th annual not so scary Halloween celebration as we continue our kickoff so before I let you go I do want to mention that DizRadio.com is probably sponsored by Castle and Dreams Travel and Castle and Dreams Travel is a 100% free agency. They're going to help you plan, book, prepare, and make the most magical vacation that you could possibly have from dining reservations, character interactions, you name it. They're going to make it truly magical for you. They have bilingual experts to help you with any language barriers that you could possibly have, and they are going to take care of you from start to finish. So definitely check them out. Castle and Dreams Travel, the official sponsor of Diz Radio. All right, all of you D-heads. So with that said, I'm going to eat some more candy corn. Yes, mixed with peanuts here. And I'm going to press on for show number 195 for the week of October 12, 2017. The Grand Prize ...to was- ...and their dealings with... ...dressed envelope to... ...Davis and kurt
7: Kirk- Right down that. It's the nightmare before Christmas toy collection. What's this?
2: It's Jack. I am the Pumpkin King. And look, I'm going Christmasing. What's this? The world's howling, and Sally's losing all her arms and legs and things. What's this? Santa's giving presents. Evil scientists are bright. Lock the shock and barrel, the tree throughout the the mayor's kind of two-faced, behemoth's got an ache, and inside Oogie Boogie, you'll find worms and bugs and snakes. What is
7: this? It's the nightmare before Christmas toy collection, each sold separately background sets not available. <laughs>
0: Death certificate. Watch out for hitchhiking ghosts. Stand clear of elevator shafts and look over your shoulder for those Disney villains because this is the annual not so scary Halloween celebration on Disney On Demand.
8: So, Jamie, this is in honor of our special guest, Ken Page, the voice, the man behind Oogie Boogie. Oogie Boogie! Ooh, I'm scared. I don't really know much about him, other than you can get a lollipop off or like a like a squishy lollipop of him at Walgreens right now. So if you want to eat Oogie Boogie and it's green, you can go for it at Walgreens. I bit his head. <laughs> like the, the guy or like a, no a... <laughs> An Oogie
9: Boogie Rice Krispie Tree. I didn't actually I promise you, he, he is safe. Ken Page is safe. I didn't actually bite his <laughs> head. I bit the head of a Oogie Boogie Rice Krispie tree. Was it good? It was delicious. I'm not a vampire, you know.
8: No. So where can you find Oogie Boogie at Disneyland? Because he has a kind of a cool hangout, doesn't he? Oh, my goodness.
9: He is all over the place. That is one busy, scary, scary man. He is hanging out in the Haunted Mansion, in the Gingerbread House, and in one other place. So I don't want to ruin it for all you D-heads out there that have yet to explore Jack Skellington's makeover of the Haunted Mansion. And he's also at Disneyland California Adventure, hanging out on top with a whole bunch of spooky bats, and
8: he gets lit up at night. It's pretty cool. And he talks. And if you're at Disney World around the Christmas holidays, you can actually spot Oogie Boogie. He was in the holiday show at Hollywood Studios last year, so the one that they project onto Grumman's Theater. So I don't know where he is. I'm sure he's there for Halloween, but if he can hold out till Christmas, you can spot your Oogie Boogie. Oh,
9: yeah, for sure he's there at Halloween, silly. He's a, the uh, Hocus Pocus villain speltacular. Oh. He's a frightful friend. Oh. Did
8: you bite he's him? Awesome. No, I didn't bite him. He was too far away. <laughs> the Sanderson sisters
9: would have got me, although that would have been pretty cool.
8: There you go. There you go, D-heads. We have given you a tip on how to get the Sanderson sisters' attention. Bite Oogie Boogie. Happy <laughs> Halloween.
9: Happy Halloween.
7: Rattlesnakes, hurricanes, tornadoes and quakes, frogs and worms and spiders and bees.
4: <laughs> nope,
2: they don't scare me.
7: Ghosts and witches, goblins and goons, werewolves howling at the moon, bugs in the rugs
10: and
2: bats
7: in the trees.
10: nope. <laughs> They don't scare me.
2: Alone in the graveyard the stray dogs bite. Yo! Zombies dancing in the pale moonlight. Won't that give you a terrible fright?
10: <laughs> nah, that doesn't scare me! do <laughs>
4: I'm not scared. Everyone ready? Disney Junior presents a brand new series. In five, four, three, two, one. Whoa, vampirina. Meet V. I'm V from Transylvania. And her family. Hi, Mama. Hi, Papa. Hi, Demi. Hi, Gregoria. Oh, Say hi. Uh-huh. He's so cute. This new girl. Here goes nothing. Is learning about life in a new neighborhood. I want to fit in with the other kids and do things the human way. Well, OK. Maybe her life is a little baddie. Oh, no. Not a case of the baddies. Oof. That is bad. But she always finds a way. Let's show the whole human world how lovable you are. To have a cool time. You bet your bat tails I do. It's a full moon party, let's get it started. You're gonna love. She's quirky. And different. But most of all, she's our V. This new fantastic friend. I'm proud of who I am. Vampirina premieres Sunday morning, October 1st at 11 on Disney Junior and On Demand. We were normal vampires in Transylvania Like the other monsters on every block Till we packed our things and we flapped our wings And we got a case of human race culture shock Whoa, Vampirina I may be blue with pointy teeth
2: But we're the fattiest monsters you'll ever meet
4: Whoa, Vampirina A girl in a human world Whoa, Vampirina It may seem strange, but it's true I'm just like you
7: Vampirina Hey, this is Tobias Jelenic from Hocus Pocus And you're listening to Disney On Demand
0: You have questions, we have answers. Let's dip our hands into the virtual mailbag and uncover the truth in I Want to Know.
11: Hey D-Heads, this is Aaron, and it's time again for another installment of I Want to Know. Well, I sure hope everyone enjoyed our kickoff to the Halloween season last week. It was a great show. I'm off to a weekend of camping with my son's Boy Scout troop this weekend, so yes, I will be spending the night in the woods on Friday the 13th. I see some scary surprises that night, and I'll have to remember to pack the old hockey mask. Well, the virtual coffin is full, so let's reach in and see what questions we have for this week. Our first question is from Daniel Werther of Texas, and he writes, Diz Radio, I have a question for Aaron and the show. It is about the Haunted Mansion. I know there are different versions of the mansion for each park, but I heard that Vincent Price recorded for a park once. What park is it online? Well, Vincent Price was such a great actor. Who better to talk about around Halloween time? Vincent Price provided his voice roles as the original narrator and the Phantom in the Phantom Manor ride in Disneyland Paris. It was later redubbed by French actor Gerard Chevier. Vincent Price's voice is still heard, though, as the Phantom's Laughter. Price's original recording can be found on the Haunted Mansion 30th Anniversary, released in 1999. A cool fact, if you looked at the molding around the front door before you walk into the Phantom Manor, on the top in the center, there is a small 3D molding of Vincent Price still there. That's a cool tribute. And yes, it's available to listen to on YouTube. Well, our next question is from Corey Hampman of Nashville, Tennessee, and he writes, Man, this Radio knows how to do Halloween. This is my first not-so-scary celebration with y'all, but now I feel I need to go and listen to all the past ones. It is amazing and fun. I was watching some Halloween things on TV the other day, and the nightmare before Christmas came on. I know it's Disney, but it came up touchstone with no Disney logo. Am I missing something? Also, it says Tim Burton's Nightmare, etc. But he didn't direct it, so why is he getting credit? Thanks again, D-Team, and Happy Halloween. Well, The Nightmare Before Christmas, also known as Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas, is a 1993 film directed by Henry Selick and produced and conceived. By Tim Burton. The Nightmare Before Christmas originated in a poem written by Tim Burton in 1982 while he was working as an animator at Walt Disney Feature Animation. It tells the story of Jack Skellington, a resident from Halloween Town, who stumbles through a portal to Christmas Town and decides to celebrate the holiday with some dastardly and comical consequences. Danny Elfman wrote the songs and score and provide the singing voice of Jack. The principal voice cast also includes Chris Sarandon, Catherine O'Hara, William Hickey, Ken Page, Paul Rubens, and Glenn Chatting. What an amazing amount of voice talent this film. Disney released the film through its Touchstone Pictures banner because the studio believed the film would be too dark and scary for kids. Their biggest fear, and why it was kind of a stepchild project, was they were afraid of their core audience hating the film and not coming. To convey Burton's involvement and attract a wider audience, Disney marketed the film as Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas. The film was reissued by Disney under the Walt Disney Pictures banner and re-released on October twentieth, two 2006 with conversion to Disney Digital 3D. Well, I think this film is brilliant. I mean, how many films can you watch for Halloween and for Christmas? Well, our final question this week is from Jackie Perfetto from Joliet, Illinois. And she writes, Aaron, happy hollow wishes. Great kickoff this week to the annual Halloween shows. Larry never disappoints when he stops in. And I'm also sad to hear Nathan is stepping away. So on to my question. In My Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire, did the actors go on to anything else? Can I get it on Blu-ray? I grew up with this one and loved it. Also, are there any other Disney vampire style movies or shows? I love vampires, so would love to find more. Well, Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire premiered on the Disney Channel on Friday, October 13, 2000. It's about the handsome kids who find themselves in a jam. Adam and his best friend Duffy have gotten their hands on some tickets for the Headless Horseman concert, and his sister Chelsea has a date with her boyfriend Peter. The only problem is, they're both grounded. Chelsea and Adam will do whatever it takes to get their mom Lynette out of the house, even if it includes a chance meeting with a very mysterious man. Everything seems to be going according to plan. Until their little brother, Taylor, realizes that this stranger might be a vampire. Well, this is a fun Disney original movie. The actors in this movie went on to do some great things, so let's go over some of their highlights. Carolyn Ray, who played the mom, Lynette Hansen, went on to be the voice of Linda Flynn Fletcher in one of my favorite shows, Phineas and Ferb. She also played Hilda Spellman in the series Sabrina the Teenage Witch. As far as movies she was in, *Phineas and Ferb the movie Across the Second Dimension in 2011, and she was in Christmas with the Cranks in 2004. She's been plenty busy with her acting career. Matt O'Leary, who played Adam, went on to play the role of Gary Giggles in Spy Kids 2 The Island of Lost Dreams in 2002, and Spy Kids 3D Game Over in 2003. He's still very active also today as an actor. Of course, Robert Carradine, who played Van Helsing the Vampire Hunter, has had a huge acting career and has too much to list. But he's probably best known as Louis Skolnick from the Revenge of the Nerds movies. Another one of my favorites. Laura Vandervaht, who played Chelsea, went on to play Kara Zorel better known as Supergirl, in the series Smallville, from 2007 to 2011. She was the main character, Elena Michaels, in the series Bitten, from 2014 to 2016, and I loved both of these shows. Miles Jeffrey, who played Taylor, went on to appear in The Santa Claus 2 in 2002, and The Ant Bully in 2006. He was also the voice of T.J. Detweiler in Recess All Grown Down and Recess Taking the Fifth Grade, both released in 2003. Charles Shaughnessy, who played the vampire, went on to have roles in several TV shows and was the voice of Dennis the Goldfish on the Disney Channel cartoon series, Stanley. He's best known as Shane Donovan on the soap opera Days of Our Lives, and as Maxwell Sheffield on the sitcom The Nant. Well, the movie's not released on Blu-ray, but it is available via digital download on Amazon. And you can also watch it on the Disney Now app for free in the month of October. As far as Disney and vampires go, there are a few more offerings out there. There is the movie The Little Vampire, released in 2000. And My Babysitter's a Vampire released in 2010, which also became a Disney TV series from 2011 to 2012. There is Vampirina on Disney Junior, Hotel Transylvania on the Disney Channel, and a potential new series coming to the Disney Channel called Forever Boys, so keep an eye out for that one. Well, D-Heads, that concludes another installment of I Want to Know. Thanks for the great questions and keep them coming. Send all your questions or comments to Aaron, E-R-I-N, at DizRadio.com. Make sure to include your name and city so I can give you credit. And remember, D-Heads, laughter is timeless, imagination has no age, and dreams are forever. We'll see you next week, D-Heads. And remember that no mere mortal can resist the evil of the thriller. (laughs)
7: Where hinges creak in doorless chambers Where strange and frightening sounds echo through the halls Where candlelights flicker though the air is deathly still This is Phantom Welcome, curious friends. You may not believe it, but beauty once lived in this house. And beauty lives here still. Show yourself. Lovely, isn't she? Come, I have more beauty to show you. Our tour begins here, in this gallery, where you gaze upon the sweet innocence of youth. Ah, but things are not always as they seem. Can it be this room is actually stretching? And notice this. This chamber has no windows and no doors. Which offers you this chilling challenge to find a way out? <laughs> of course, there is always my way. <laughs> mean to frighten you. Come, let us continue our tour. There is much to see, so look alive and stay together. I'd hate to lose you so soon. As you travel past these priceless works of art, perhaps you sense a disquieting metamorphosis. Of course, it's only a trick of the light. The real beauty of this house awaits us farther on. There's a party in her honor, and she'll just die.
0: The Hanson kids are dying to get their mom out on a date.
7: She'll go out,
4: then we'll go out. Why don't I feel better about this?
0: But when they find out...
4: Dimitri's a vampire. Good point.
0: They'll be dying to get her out of it. I'm
4: not gonna let Dimitri turn mom into an onion. What?
0: Disney Channel presents... I have the power.
4: Yeah, right.
0: Mom's got a date with a vampire. A Disney Channel original (sighs) movie starring Caroline Ray. Enough! Mom's got a date with a vampire. Tomorrow at 8, 7 central on Disney
10: Channel.
2: (laughs)
12: Hello, everyone this is dominic and welcome to another edition of disney short leash if you're new to the segment a short leash isn't a lasso for your lassie no the short leash is a series of tips for people to get the most out of their walt disney World vacation when they're short on time or short on money with any luck you may be able to try some of these suggestions and quite possibly do as much if not more than someone vacationing with a greater amount of time or a larger budget i once again have my wife anita here with me as we talk halloween and scary things for your children at Walt Disney World. Yes, sir. Halloween. Ooh. It's coming up. Yes. Yeah.
13: My favorite.
12: We have never done Halloween over at Disney World. Not yet. No. I think that's on your list of decorated times of year you want to see.
13: Yeah. It's next.
12: It's, it's next.
13: Yeah, it's next. So when are we going? Uh, it's, you know. <laughs>
12: Next time we'll be there is April, and that ain't Halloween
13: No, it really isn't Okay, so since we haven't been there
12: Since we haven't been there
13: During this time Yes The only thing we can actually do is talk about scary scary things
12: Scary things in Disney World
13: In Disney World A
12: couple scary reactions our kids had to things in Disney World is kind of more accurate Yes, yes Alright, you brought three kids down there What scared our children?
13: The Winnie the Pooh ride
12: no, that scared you because they see, you see everybody touch that poo wall no. where they, be like, they yeah. make patterns in the honey, oh, and oh you God. see all these children just like, <laughs> oh,
13: it's so gross,
12: just grabbing the wall with their mm-hmm. hands that have been everywhere
13: up their nose. If we we're lucky, in their diapers,
12: <laughs> and they're just smearing.
13: They're just smearing the, their stuff, and they lick it.
12: The virtual honey wall.
13: Yeah, they think it's real. Oh, what's so gross. Oh, I think no. I know why
12: you think. Hun- they, oh, they, they
13: all get scared because they think poo dies
12: yes i remember that yeah. we got off the winnie the pooh ride and we thought it and was the, yeah. completely harmless
13: Com- yeah and then they get scared of the the um psychedelic part in the middle um sarah had nightmares about pooh dying for a long time
12: yeah and she wasn't the only one they all came off the road ride i'm like and did they, you like the pooh ride and like right. we didn't like when pooh died
13: we are like, what are you talking about? We never
12: Poo dies? Pooh doesn't die. Well, Poo it's just, just
13: a windy day. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't like a, a cyclone. <laughs>
12: no, uh, there's yeah. a scene where Winnie the Pooh falls asleep. And a projection of Winnie the Pooh goes out of his body. Right. And then you, the next scene in the dark ride is his dream. And they actually thought Pooh passed away. (laughs) And his soul rose from (laughs) his body. (laughs) And he went to like Pooh hell.
5: Yeah.
13: (laughs) All these things are dancing around him. So yeah, they were like wide-eyed and scared And they and scared. all thought that. They all three
12: of them. Oh my god, they didn't get that he it was just a dream. They, they literally thought they killed Pooh.
13: Yeah, they thought that he died. He like, I don't know, the tree fell on him or something. You know, <laughs> that was their way to say Poison honey. Uh-huh. Yeah, he like, he laid down, eyes closed, soul went up, <laughs> done. Who's dead? Who's dead? <laughs>
12: yeah, that's a good one. Uh, that's not the one I was thinking of. I was thinking the most terrifying ride in the park currently, because extraterrestrial is gone.
13: Yeah.
12: I think the the most frightening ride in the parks right now is It's Tough to Be a Bug.
13: Oh, definitely. I that's a good
12: one. Kids just scream throughout the entire <laughs> attraction. Like, even when it's tame, you got, mm-hmm. like, a stink bug... Farting on you, you got the spider shooting stuff at you, and those are the nice bugs. Yeah, and then this like eight foot animatronic hopper appears,
13: comes out, comes
12: out, and and threatens your life.
13: Yeah,
12: and then sprays you with poison,
13: poison drops blowing spiders on you, literally comes out. Yeah, it it, it poisons you. you. Yeah, so they're like, Where's our gas mask? Like, what the hell? I I know what, yeah.
12: Spiders drop from the ceiling.
13: That's terrifying.
12: And then once you think you're safe and the ride's over, you get like a bug enema <laughs> as maggots feel like they're crawling up your butt. And they're like, good night everybody. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed the show. And all you hear after that is a soundtrack of, of children just like,
13: yeah,
4: my <laughs> yeah! God.
13: Anymore. Yeah, I actually lost a pair of sunglasses because of that because I had to run out. Yeah. He was done. Spiders came down, finished, out.
12: Having your kid melt down because they're scared is like one of the worst things to possibly happen. You don't have a lot of time and now they're afraid to go on anything ever again. Right. They're done. Because they don't trust any ride.
13: Yeah.
12: So it's like, and, and you're like lying. You're like, come on, it'll be fun, it's no problem. It's the Tower of Terror.
13: Yeah. Because
12: <laughs> you want to go on it. Right. Because, you know, you paid a lot of money. Get on the ride, right. kid. Get
13: on the ride.
12: <laughs> I want to go on the ride. <laughs> so you you'd force these children to go on these, these rides that are like far too scary for them. And then they trust nothing.
13: <laughs> yeah, then they're like, we need a poo? No way. No
12: way. I'm not buying it. No way. <laughs> no, no, seriously, poo's okay. And then they ride it and they think poo died. <laughs> yeah, and
13: they're like, Dude! You promised!
12: Who's <laughs> dad? And they cry. It's a meltdown then they want to leave.
13: Oh, and they're done. You, yeah,
12: you don't have time for them to freak out. On a shortly segment, I gave my recipe to not make your kids scared. Oh, yeah. And our best advice is to go on YouTube and have them watch the rides. They kind of see everything ahead of time and they don't get freaked out. Mm-hmm. And they can see it coming and then it becomes the thing that they saw on TV live. And they're excited about it instead of terrified of it
13: right so it's not like a surprise and scary and yeah
12: yeah i mean you're they still gonna get all coming. the wonder you're not spoiling anything no. they're gonna be you know
13: yeah at first i didn't like it because i was like but it's supposed to be a surprise but then they're afraid to even put their feet in so i agree with that now i do
12: because not freaking out your children and being able to enjoy your short lease vacation without having to run them from the park screaming. Well, that's short leash, people. I hope you enjoy the tip. I do have an official Diz Radio email, so I'd love to hear from you with a high, some questions, suggestions, or even your own short leash tips at Dominic at DizRadio.com. That's D-O-M-E-N-I-C at DizRadio.com. I also can be found on the internet at Twitter at WDWPlantoons. My wife can be found at Mrs. PlanToons, And we are on YouTube or your favorite podcast apps by searching WDWPlantoons or by visiting Plantoons.com. Well, folks, that's it for this week. Thanks for listening.
2: The blood.
0: Creeps and leaps and glides and slides across the floor Right through the door and all around the
5: Lakin from the Walking Dead video game and Family Guy, and step by step, and you're listening to Disney on Demand.
7: Welcome to an extraordinary world filled with magic and wonder. Open your mind and
0: let yourself go to a place where every day is Halloween. And every night, Jack Skellington... I
2: AM THE PUMPKIN KING!
0: <laughs> ...dreams of something different. What is this? It's someplace new.
2: Jack, look out! Whoa. Whoa!
0: What's this? What's this? There's color everywhere. What's this? There's white things in the air. What's this? I can't believe my eyes. I must
2: be dreaming. Wake up, Jack. This isn't fair. What is What is this?
0: Haven't you heard of peace on Earth and goodwill toward men? Touchstone Pictures presents the enchanting story of two very special dreamers and the holiday spirit that brought them together. From the imagination of Tim Burton comes The Nightmare Before Christmas.
13: And what did Santa bring you, honey?
4: (laughs)
0: And now, a Disney on-demand memory.
11: Hey, D-Heads. This is Aaron. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. You ready to go trick-or-treating? Yeah. What are you dressed up as this year?
4: I'm a ghost.
11: Went a little crazy at the scissors, didn't you?
4: Yeah. What are you?
11: Well, I'm a pirate. Well, let's go trick-or-treating. Let's try this house over here.
4: Trick-or-treat!
11: I got a popcorn ball. I got
4: a rock.
11: Let's try this house down here. Trick or treat. Trick or
4: treat.
11: All right, I got a chocolate bar. I got a rock. A rock again? Yeah. What What is wrong wrong with these people? Let's try one more. Trick or treat. Trick or treat. All right, I got a sucker.
5: I got a
4: rock again.
11: Well, let's try these houses down here. Maybe you'll have some better luck.
4: Hopefully.
0: Lights. Camera.
1: Action! It's time for this week's Disney On Demand special guest. All right, all you Disney fans, you tuned in for another magical installment of Diz Radio and the Diz Radio Show. And we are knee-deep into Halloween, the Halloween season, our not-so-scary Halloween celebration. And with us here this week is somebody that knows all about being scary, being spooky, and being oogie-boogie. We have none other than the talented Ken Page here with us. Welcome to Diz Radio.
14: Hello, hello, everybody. How are you?
1: (laughs) <laughs> it is our pleasure having you on. I mean, somebody with your resume in terms of music, performing, and of course being part of the nightmare before Christmas, so many great things. I guess for all of our listeners who may have not caught caught you back when you were on our show a few years ago, I guess what led you down that road of wanting to be a performer and get into this wonderful, fun, crazy career?
14: Well, you know, I, I'm I'm of some years at this point. It was a very long time ago. But it started for me as a as a child, really. As it does with many performing artists, for sure. Um, You know, watching people perform and so forth and seeing my first live show made me want to do that. And finding out that I could sing, a neighbor had a tape recorder and they were all playing with it and they asked me to sing something. And I sang, I think it was Frankie Lyman, Goody Goody. You know, so you met someone who set you back on your heels. Goody Goody. So that was the first time I ever heard my voice. And I thought, well, I think I can sing, you know. And in Google, of course, I competed in speech and so forth in high school, started doing musicals and so on. And it led me to leave for New York back in 1970. <laughs> and I got there and was very fortunate to, to work pretty quickly compared to what a lot of people go through in terms of waiting for their first job, which was, for me, the... um African American production of Guys and Dolls. And, uh, after that, I did, what did I, went into The whiz The Name is Behaviour, and Cats, and Ain't Nothing But The Blues, and Christmas Carol, and Wizard of Oz, and so on and so forth. Uh, somewhere in the mix there, I, I did, I think, I forget what year it was, you probably know more than I, when Nightmare Before Christmas came out. Of course, we recorded it the year before um but that anyway in a in a in a capsule that's what led me to um perform
1: (laughs) well you know and it's been this fruitful ongoing career for you and like you said you know getting back to you know nightmare before christmas because it has this huge cult fan following now so back in 1993 you know nightmare before christmas comes out i guess one how did you get uh, i guess approached to do this great stop motion uh, a different take of halloween and christmas and uh what were your thoughts when that movie finally came out and you saw that final, I guess, uh, presentation of this now a masterpiece?
14: Uh, well, I was led to it by my lawyer, Mark Sindroff He and Danny Elfman. Danny Elfman and I share him as a lawyer, I should say. And they were looking for a specific of someone who was sort of Calloway esque and Fats Waller-esque and so on and so forth. And he thought, well, my lawyer said, well, have I got the guy for you, you know. And um, that's how I was led to it. And when I went up to San Francisco uh, for the first day with them, I, to be honest with you, I thought I was just recording the song. And they asked me, uh, you know, what would be your take on the character? Because, of course, you had to do that for the song as well. And um, I told them that I thought it was somewhere between Bert Lahr and The Wizard of Oz and the voice of the demon in the exorcist. The great Mercedes for <laughs> Cambridge's work, you know, and I think they thought, well, he's just about as weird as we are, which is great. Um, so that's how I've isolated between those two ideas, and of course, you blend the two together and filter them through your own creativity, and that's what became the voice of Boogie Boogie. Um, but it started out simply as a phone call and a recommend, and, and so on. And isn't it amazing that all these years later, it only grows? It keeps growing exponentially every year there's new people that watch it new kids the original group from 93 are now the parents of teenagers you know so if not older and uh it's interesting when i do autograph signings and things to see the range of people who come in who are amazing fans i mean they have tattoos and things uh it's it's a phenomenon it really
1: is well and like you said it continues to grow because it's this cult fan following and of course you know i was one of those where you know i think i was on the cusp of 18 years old when that came out and now my kids sit down and watch it with me so it is tackling generations you know with it being like that tackling all these different generations and growing like that what do you think is that staying power that makes it continue to i guess grow and be timeless
14: well i think One, it's the artistry, and it's not just, and not to say anything less about a regular animated film, but it's the stop action is really quite a technical achievement, and and I don't think, I mean, does anybody do it anymore? I mean, they do it now, but they do it with uh, virtual and and, um, uh, digital and so forth, you know. Uh, It's a really, it's an artisan thing, I think. So I think that's what drew people to it. They hadn't seen anything like it ever, really. I mean, the closest thing would be like, what, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer from TV and Frosty the Snowman and those <laughs> kind of things that were done. But this was completely at a very, very different level, obviously. But I think it's also the fact that it spans two uh very opposite holidays, Christmas and Halloween, although they're back-to-back. It really uh, is one of the few things, if not the only, that really incorporates both of those holidays. You know, it starts out at Halloween – And you really can stay with it all the way through to New Year's and you're still appropriate as far as what it's saying and what it represents and so forth. Um, I think the fact that the sentiment of the outsider, as is with Jack, and wanting to be accepted and, and wanting to understand who not only have people accept you, but understand them. I think it's a very universal theme, and I think people continue to um,
1: relate to that. Well, definitely. And, you know, like you said, it was this technical achievement back from those old Rankin and Bass uh, stop-motion kind of days, and it's grown into many different things, being part of the parks and firework shows and so much more, I guess. What is it like when you get that call back and you're like, all right, we need a couple more voices for Oogie Boogie. All right, now we're going to add him here. We're going to add him there. I guess, uh, does it ever take you by surprise we are like, okay, they're adding this character to so much dimension that uh, it's everywhere.
14: Well, it doesn't take me by surprise because it's been a long time now. What it does do is make me grateful that it continues because I've done all the voicing of all the products connected with the movie since the beginning and that's the park and, and games and, and um, you know, the video games and so on and so forth. I've done all of them and it's it's, I don't think you get something like it's like the maytag man you know the <laughs> commercials i mean he, they ran for like 30 years this guy did maytag commercials or the saw lady you know um there are not a lot of opportunities that come along in an actor's career in any form where you get to um literally embody a character uh in this case of course it's voiceover so it's different than having your face seen but i've been doing so many um public relation things with it over the years like this that a lot of people now know my face because they've seen my big mug a few times you know and um it's really quite a gift it's quite a gift and there's no description what it's like to year after year they add a little something or maybe they'll skip a year and then they'll do a little something else or they'll re-record because even though it's the same uh not the same but even though they're redoing a thing at the parks it's a different version of it. So you go back in and you re-record it and different versions of the song. I think I did one not too long ago, which I think was in the park last year, where I did sort of a, a pairing with the, the witches from Hocus Pocus, which was <laughs> which was really fun to do, you know. Um, and they took one of the lines from the film, Nightmare Before Christmas, where Santa Claus says, what are you going to do to me? And Oogie replies, with, well, I'm going to do the best I can, you know. And they gave that line to one of the witches, which was very funny. I mean, it took on a whole nother level, needless to say. And she says, well, what are you going to do to me? And I'm going to do the best I can, you know. And that was a lot of fun. So it just keeps growing and expanding. And I think I've forgotten how much I've done with it right now, you know. But um there's a lot out there, and I'm very, very grateful.
1: Well, and like you said, it's one of those where you know you can't, you have to be grateful because it just, just keep growing like that. And doing a stage show at the parks and things like that, I guess you know thousands and thousands of people are always uh, encountering Oogie Boogie in some way, shape, or form. Now, you know, going through that over all these years, and as it continues to be this, this cult fan following, when you're out doing autograph signings and things like that, has there ever been that one instance where somebody has come up to you and you were just like, "Wow, I, I, I really." Have meant something to this person's life.
14: Oh, many times, many times. Because the fans of the project are are devout. You know, they're not just casual fans. Many of them are very, very devout. I mean, when you see someone with Oogie Boogie tattooed on their back or their leg or their arm, this is permanent. This is not something they're going to go on and wash off. That's <laughs> that's commitment. You know, and you have to. <laughs> I've learned, and I, I don't think I ever didn't, but. I've learned even more to appreciate their um devotion to the project. I mean people ask me, don't you get tired of sitting there and talking to those people and signing I said, well, listen, if they think enough of this project to come to in terms of the uh convention, come and pay for me to sign an autograph and say hello and so forth. That's a great honor you know, and in the park, friends of mine have you know gone to the Disney park and they're here the the voiceover over the fireworks or different things that are part of the parks, and they always because you know they know they said now I I'm I'm pretty sure that's you right is it you I said yes it is it is me and so it's it's uh it's a huge thing it's a huge thing and I think uh, because it's not something where um like I said my face is seen uh, even for me sometimes it seems uh, less impacting than it actually is it's huge you know and even places where they've dubbed it in other languages they still basically are doing an impersonation of whatever it was that I did so it's it's just amazing and and i'm told that even in the other countries where the movie was popular and dubbed in different languages that still because people loved the film they came behind it and they wanted to get the American version so they could hear the real voices and the and so on. So it's it's amazing. I mean what can you say, you know, when you when you hit something like this you're very blessed.
1: Well, definitely, you know, and it goes down into that, that pantheon, like how Rudolph and all those were passed down to generations. This is kind of that Halloween staple as well. And, you know, with it being, a, you know, Halloween season, and that, of course, do you love Halloween as a personal holiday?
14: Oh, I love Halloween's always been my favorite holiday, even as a kid. I think, of course, being a little theater uh, uh, kid, I got to dress up at Halloween, so that was great. It was theater, you know, and um, that was kind of the first legitimate chance I had to, play act and and pretend and all of that legitimately, so to speak. And um, so I always loved Halloween. But, you know, Halloween has become huge as a holiday. It's way more um, celebrated and and, uh, um, franchised, if you will, than it used to be. So the thing, I think, with Nightmare Before Christmas is that it really has, needless to say, benefited from the fact that Halloween itself has become so huge. I mean, I was in L.A., I guess last year, the uh, last two years doing um our concert thing we do uh, at the Hollywood Bowl out there where we sing live to the film and with the LA Philharmonic which is an amazing thing to have three nights sold out at the Hollywood Bowl each year. Two nights and then three nights I had to add a, a night last year. And then to come out and see people in the streets celebrating Halloween. I mean, it's I remember living in L.A. when it was just, yeah, well, you know, some people gathered west of of uh, La Cienega and West Hollywood and east of Doheny and there was a little parade up and down. Well, now all of Hollywood, all of West Hollywood is all blocked off and it's just, I want to say hundreds of thousands of people, at least over 100,000, I'm sure. And a lot of them are wearing Nightmare Before Christmas costumes so it's 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 we've become paired with this emerging and and continually growing holiday so we we get we get two rides for the price of one
15: well, and like you
1: said, too, you got to perform, you know, uh, these songs live now doing these songs live in front of these sold out crowds, adding a day last year, uh, I guess, is it just a great feeling knowing you're out there, you're singing these songs from a movie that everybody loves and you see the audience's reaction instantly?
14: Well, you know, it was the first uh, year that we did it. I mean, it was an experiment, you know, to see if it would work and how it would work. And it's thrilling. And I'm not saying it just because I'm part of it. To hear that score, which is brilliant, Danny Elfman's score, not only the songs, but the music that's in the film. To hear it played live by a symphony orchestra is amazing. Amazing. And then, of course, the film is playing, but they're actually playing the score live. And then they stop the film for a few minutes and they introduce whoever's coming out to sing, you know, in my case, uh, right before the Oogie Boogie number, um, they say, ladies and gentlemen, they were the original Oogie Boogie, but the can page. And you walk out at Hollywood Bowl, and there's this thunderous, thunderous uh, response, because everybody there are fans of the film. So it's not like they're coming to something and they don't know what they're getting, you know. And how rare is it in that case that you get to see these performers live singing these songs. They've been listening to them for years uh, with the film and so forth, but it's such a treat, I think, for the audience because they are fans to get to hear it live. And we're doing it this year uh, at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, uh, in New York, so to speak. Uh, and we're doing it, I think it's December the 6th and 7th. I may be off a day on the dates, but uh, we're doing it there this year instead of the Hollywood Bowl. So we'll have a completely different audience and knock wood, and, and hopefully they'll be as, as uh, devoted and, and fun as the audiences have been at Hollywood Bowl. I look forward to it, because, I mean, look, come on, how bad is it? You come, come on, and you sing one number and everybody loves you before before you walk out, and if you do a good enough job, they love you a little bit more when you leave. <laughs> you can't go wrong with that, you know. Um, so it's it's something I'm really looking forward to this year as
1: well. Well, definitely, you know, and like you said, it's one of those things where everybody knows what they're getting into, and they really do love the music, the score, and, you know, having you out there to sing with it. Now, you know, with being part of Oogie Boogie, have you ever had a chance to see Oogie Boogie at the parks now that he is a full-fledged 3D character during some of the Halloween celebrations?
14: Uh, Only once. Some years ago, I did, uh, I think it was the first year they did a live thing. And it was a very strange moment to stand next to someone as Oogie singing Oogie, which was. And I think since then they've elevated, obviously, to the point where they record it, and then somebody comes out and they embody him, you know. But for me that year, I was I was the host of the show, and you know before I sang the song, they, I said I think there's someone here, and it was a very it was almost schizophrenic, you know. Because, <laughs> it wasn't me, it was somebody else, and yet they were Oogie and I was Oogie. But it was fun. It was great fun. Um, I forgot your question. I digress so far.
1: You know, have you had a chance to, you know, see a full-fledged Oogie Boogie in costume? Of course, yes.
14: I've seen it on uh, on uh, film clips and things on YouTube and so forth. But only the one time did I see it live. But the shows have grown each year, and there's there's lots of different versions of it now with Oogie. Uh, performing and
1: so forth. Well, definitely. You know, and Oogie is such an integral role at the parks now. You know, he's hosting fireworks shows. And, of course, this year at California Adventure, he kind of kicked things off with that. And I guess, you know, if they're going to keep Oogie Boogie going, ringing in the Halloween and the holidays, along with the Headless Horseman and Maleficent, are you always down to play Oogie Boogie for the rest of your life?
14: (laughs) Am I down to Oogie Boogie, Oogie, Oogie Oogie Boogie? Yeah, absolutely. Why not? I mean, as long as I can do the voice and i don't know god willing there's no reason why i shouldn't be able to um absolutely i mean again it's such a rare thing for someone to get to do a voice of a character Low these many years now you know and if if and when let's say it continues i certainly am am there for it i'm just so proud to be one of the disney villas a legitimate one because you know for years we were sort of an outpost of the actual uh uh, disney pantheon you know well now we're full-fledged members and i'm actually registered as a disney villain which is really great and uh you look down the line i mean these are you know maleficent and and um, you name them i grew up with all of these villains right and to find myself as one of the voices of the of a a famous disney villain is a great honor because i know it'll live long after me i'm gone you know It'll it'll still be there. Knockwood we all will be here, but knowing that it will live on after me is, is a great great thing.
1: Like you said, being that Disney villain now, because you know, early on it got released under the touchstone banner. Disney wasn't sure to make what to make of it, and now they realized people love this thing. It's a classic, so now you are that certified Disney villain, and we all know you have to have the villains in order to make the magic happen.
14: Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you think of any great story certainly within the Disney um again pantheon, the villain is is a key part to the story. You think of Scar, you think of the stepmothers Cinderella and as we said Maleficent and and on and on and on. They're a key uh, uh oh um what's my favorite from uh, uh Little Mermaid What's her name Ursula. I love Ursula. <laughs> I'm proud to be in the same company as Ursula. And these are villains. You know, they're fun, and they make it all happen, and they're fun villains. That's the thing. They have an evil streak, but they're all still fun.
1: Well, definitely. you know. And with that, too, we know you're busy, so we won't keep you too long. But, you know, with with Oogie Boogie, and you've seen stuff over the years, tattoos, people coming to conventions, do you have any Oogie Boogie, like action figures or toys, in your office?
14: Well, I have a few. You know, there's so much stuff out there. I mean, every time someone comes to me with something, there's new things that I've never seen before. Amazing. I was in Tokyo, and uh, someone came with one that stood about. I want to say at least five and a half feet tall and it was it was a little intimidating. And they kinda of rolled it in. I was Where did you get this? you know. Um but yeah, I have a few things. Most of them I have stored away because they're collectible. Uh but I'm looking right now at one. It's a little guy who um I forget somebody gave it to me somewhere along the way. And he's a little one and also I have on my actual desk there was um a music box that was put out some years ago. And um, let's see, maybe I can let you hear some of it really quickly. Maybe, can you hear it? Yeah, that's my little music box, and I keep that on my desk. And Whenever I have a stressful day, I just wind it up and listen to that for, <laughs> for a little bit. That helps the day, you know. <laughs>
1: Well, we know you're busy, so many different things. A busy schedule, of course. You know, we're glad that you were able to come back. You know, last time you were here with us was 2012. So, Well,
14: time is flying by, and I'm so glad we were able to connect again. And hopefully we'll do it sooner than the last time, for sure.
1: Well, definitely. You know, and in closing here with all of your fans, fans of Oogie Boogie, The Nightmare Before Christmas, everything that you've done to be part of their lives. Like I said, myself included, watching that and passing it on to my children even as well. Is there any final words you'd like to leave out there for fans of Ken Page, fans of Oogie Boogie, and everything you've done?
14: Well, you know, I guess the only thing I could think to say is um, it's a very interesting thing for me because doing Broadway and uh, uh, concerts, excuse me, and the work on Nightmare and film work, I have all of these different areas that I'm sort of sort of known to people, and they don't all necessarily coalesce in one thing. So I just say to all my fans who might hear this, investigate everything I've done just so you know my full... You know, a lot of people who know Oogie don't know I've done Broadway at all, which is sort of funny to me. Now at some of the uh, conventions, I have things from Cats, which I was in the original cast and the video, of the uh, show, and that's, I'm lucky that that's there forever, you know, and there's all these things that they go, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, Cats, we've watched this DVD since we were, you know, you're, that you, that's me, oh my God, so there's all this discovery of all these different facets of my career, I guess I would have to call it, and I would say to my fans, if you love Oogie, look me up, and look at the Broadway stuff, there's lots of cast albums out there that I'm on, and lots of film stuff that I'm in, With Disney, I also did two wonderful television movies called Polly, which was a remake of Pollyanna with Keisha Knight-Pulliam from Cosby and Felicia Rashad. There's that, and then we did a sequel to it called Polly Coming Home. So there's all of this stuff out there, and I just hope people will investigate the full arc, as we call it in the theater, of all of my work. But I'm grateful for whatever you know about me. I love it.
1: (laughs) Well, and like you said, I'm sure that all of our Disney fans tuning in definitely know Polly and Polly coming home. It was a great, wonderful world of Disney Sunday night movie and so many great things. So, you know, thank you once again for taking the time, stopping in, celebrating the Halloween season with us and creating these memories, whether that's cats, wonderful world of Disney, you name it, oogie boogie and, uh, passing it down for generations. So thank you, Ken, once again for stopping in and, uh, Hopefully, we'll be able to get out to New York and see you in that live presentation once again this December.
14: Yes, whoever's on the East Coast or whoever wants to take a plane, and people do, which is a big surprise to me, please come and see us at the Barclays Center. I think it's December 6th or 7th or 7th or 8th, somewhere in there. And we'll be there with bells on, myself and uh, uh, Danny Alfman and Catherine O'Hara and Paul Rubens and the wonderful orchestra. We'll all be there, so come and see us. And until the next time, I guess I should just say,
3: ooh.
2: Well, 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 what have we here? Santa Claus, huh? Ooh, I'm really scared. Everybody's talking about (laughs) You're joking, you're joking. I can't believe my eyes. You're joking me. You gotta be this I might just split a seam now If I don't die laughing first Mr. Oogie Boogie says There's trouble close at hand You better pay attention now Cause I'm the boogeyman And if you aren't shaking There's something very wrong Cause this may be the last time You hear the boogie song Whoa. Wow. Whoa. Oh. Whoa. and antsy, and I've nothing much to do I might just cook a special batch of snake and spider stew and don't you know the one thing that would make it work so nice a roly-poly Santa Claus dad a little spice Whoa. 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 Oh. Whoa. yeah
3: I'm the ugly boy now or you must face the dire consequences. The children are expecting me, so please come to your
2: senses. (laughs) You're joking! You're joking! I can't believe my ears! Would someone shot this fella I'm drowning in my tears. It's funny! I'm laughing! You really are too much. And now, with your permission I'm going to do my stuff. Well, what are you going to do? I'm going to do the best I can. (laughs) I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> But I must confess we lives on the line Not mine, of course, but yours, oh boy Now let it be just fine Release me fast or you will have to answer For this hater's act Oh brother, you're something You put me in a spin You are not comprehending The position that you're in It's hopeless You're finished You haven't got a prayer Cause I'm Mr. Oogie Boogie And you ain't going
7: birth in their dealings with pressed envelope to Davis and Kurt right down that Today the Disney jungle
0: celebrates Halloween with a gala gathering of ghosts. Witches and gremlins all day long find your favorite friends in shocking situations then come nighttime
5: frankenstein's monster
0: join us for a monster mix of movies sure to make you shiver oh, come on there's no monster don't be so sure come celebrate halloween all day and night today on the disney channel <laughs>
15: D-Heads, I wish you all a wonderful fall season as we jump into the cool, crisp air, the leaves are falling, we're getting our nice, warm hoodies or sweatshirts out as we enjoy the wonderful, crisp air. Not just only that, all the wonderful fall and fun Halloween activities that we're going to enjoy later this, this month. And with our special guests are already kind of getting us in the mood to watch, yes, Disney movies, why don't you bring your favorite Disney Halloween movies on your streaming devices? Now, this one's called Disney Now App. Now, it's available for iOS and Android, and this is a little bit different than the streaming service that's gonna be coming out in 2019. This is gonna be totally different, but again, you can use this Disney Now, that's what it's called, Disney Now App, and you can you, you can watch all your favorite shows from the Disney Channel, Disney XD, and as well Disney Junior TV shows with all these wonderful things you can bring games you can watch .com sh- shows uh, funny games silly um, videos and so much more with this along with the new update that's available now, you can watch Halloween movies. Of course, with all the Disney special Halloween TV shows, as well, based on what show you're going to be watching. With, saying Elena from Al- Avalon, The Lion Guard, and so many other Div- Disney Junior shows. For me, just talking about this, it's really cool, as I can jump through the Disney Channel's website uh, uh, streaming app, Look for the shows that I want to watch and and click the play button and I could watch it right there on my phone. I can watch it on my Apple TV, and I could take it as well on the go. With that in mind, what's your thoughts? Do you think this is gonna be a new way to bring more of the Halloween festive activities that you would like to watch with your family? Or are you guys excited for the upcoming streaming service that's coming in 2019? Yeah, it seems a little bit a little different from both things, but at least you have the available to, you know, pop a, a little TV show with the kids as you're driving along to your family to enjoy some fall festive activities. Maybe going to the pumpkin patch, maybe go to a, a friend's house or a family's friend's house. You know, those type of gatherings where you can sit around a bonfire, eat s'mores, Drink apple cider. Oh man, this is getting me ready to go and with the weather change summer has officially has gone away Sad but true, but for all those who enjoy the fall Well, this is this is the month for you and as well our seventh annual Disney blues not so scary uh, show Well, this is Randy signing out for Disney multimedia Be sure to keep your eyes ears and senses alerted with the latest Disney Multimedia around you. Until then, see you next time.
6: When I was a little kid, I never liked to eat. Mom would put things on my plate and I'd dump them on her feet. Then one day she made this soup and I ate it all in bed. I asked her what she put in it and this is what she said. A chicken whips and, and lizard hips and alligator, and alligator eyes. Monkey legs and buzzer legs and, buzzard eggs and, eggs and, and salamander flies. Salamander rabbit ears and gamble ears, ears and tasty toad pies. the bathroom, and I stood beside the sink. I said, I'm feeling slightly ill, and I think I'd like a drink. Mama said, I'm just the thing, we get it in a week. It's full of lots of protein and vitamins, I think. It was chicken lips, and, and lizard rips 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 and, rips and, rips and, rips and alligator eyes, <laughs> lucky legs, and, legs and, and buzzard eggs, and, eggs and Oh, here's some for you, and you, can you! Bon appetit! Yum!
8: Yeah! Yummy! <laughs> of course, there's lots left! Don't you want dessert? Hi everyone, this is Trisha. And Jamie. And welcome to Magical Munchies, the segment on Diz Radio that leaves you wanting a special batch of snake and spider stew.
9: Okay, I'll only eat that if Mr. Oogie Boogie himself makes it with some frightful friends and the Sanderson
8: sisters. Now, that would be something that might keep you warm on Halloween. And we want to say thank you to our special guest this week, Ken Page, who is the voice of Oogie Boogie. And Jamie, did you get to see him at uh, Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party? Of course I did. I always make sure to
9: catch the Hocus Pocus villain spelltacular when I'm not stuffing my face with food.
5: <laughs> and
8: you took a bite out of his Rice crispy head, too, in California. He was delicious. <laughs> As promised, folks, Jamie is back from her trips to both Disneyland and Disney World, and this is the episode where we will announce our winner of the first ever Diz Radio Magical Munchies Fan Festival Favorites Contest. So before we
9: begin, should I lay some facts and figures on the table? Bring it. Okay, so it's a really good one. While I was in Epcot on my Magical Munchie quest for all things delicious, I just happened to
8: eat and drink exactly
9: 35 delicious items.
8: Holy cow. So... You had 35 items, and that's such a cool fact, because on Sunday, October 1st, while Jamie was at Epcot, they were celebrating their 35th anniversary. Can you break that 35 down a little further? Yep, that would be 35 different items from 10 countries and
9: 20 marketplaces. I also visited the eight special marketplaces to get my annual passholder food and wine buttons that are new this year.
8: And with those numbers and probably the purchase of a Mopin Food and Wine towel. <laughs> okay. Of course. Of course. You are well on your way
9: to becoming a Food and Wine statistic. You betcha. I like to think I do my part and my pants are just a
8: tad bit tighter because of it. That that that's the sign of a good Disney vacation. Okay, <laughs> D heads, you love your food. We received over 30 entries via email and on Instagram. So with that long of a list, we could be here all day talking food. But you know, we know you have an epic Maui from Moana costume. And guessing those tattoos are going to take you a while. So we're going to run through this super quick and get to the part you're all waiting for.
9: The winner. So here we go with number 10, Sumtasia, and her entry with a teriyaki glazed spam hash. Then number nine was the Junkyard Jambu remix by one of our Dizheads, Heather from California.
8: The gluten-free dish that, ja- that Jamie got all over her new shirt—the grilled sweet, <laughs> the grilled sweet and spicy bushberry shrimp from the Australia Marketplace—that was shared by Eat Better Than You on Instagram. And also the spicy hummus fries, and these are amazing because they have them at Spice Row Table too. And spicy hummus fries got two votes because they are that good, and we got them from at Queen Mum Ann and at Wishes Dishes underscore WDW Delights, two other Instagram accounts.
9: Another delicious entry was the sandwich, so good, so cheesy. This was from One Purple Gecko and Leanne Berryman, both on Instagram. Followed by the Mickey Mummy Macaroon, Macaron, sorry, from Tamara from Oregon.
8: And I love me macarons. Okay, <laughs> keeping with uh, with some tasty, cheesy stuff, we have the loaded mac and cheese. And Jamie answered yes, yes, all the yes that that was so good. <laughs> and that came in from both the Mouselets and Mr. Nico33 from Instagram.
9: And then we also have a Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party exclusive, the Mickey Pumpkin Cheesecake Dome, submitted by D-Head Mike from Orlando.
8: And now, D-Heads and Instagram fans, there were so many entries and so many magical munchies. We cannot say them all, but we do have a few more D-Heads and friends on Instagram that did the tasty research and shared your food and wine and fall food favorites. So we just want to recognize you, Frank from Columbus, Ohio, John from Jersey, Jamie from South Carolina, and Newton from New Mexico. We also
9: have our Disney Instagram friends, we have uh, Hoying Fam Bam, Cutesy
8: Life, and Disney Samper Sisters. And we are at number two. And it's time to announce our runner-up. And this delicious item was submitted by one of our very own D-Head fans, Beth, from Atlanta, Georgia. And it's the spooktacular Vampire Mater Bread, which Jamie munched on while at Disneyland.
9: Yep. He had all that cheesy goodness and so much more. And now it's time for number one. The best food I tried at food and wine was the avocado crema from active eats. Thank you so much. The Disney traveler, um, our Instagram friend for your submission. I could not get enough of this creamy, delicious goodness.
8: And the avocado crema is one of those things that they also have at holidays around the world that they had it last year. So hopefully they bring it back because it seems so delicious. So yay, <laughs> Disney Traveler! You are winning a signed copy of my book. You get a t-shirt from the Dis Radio store, a Dis Radio button, and a food and wine magnet. Woohoo! Woo-hoo! It has Grammy on it! <laughs> yay! And Beth, you also get a food and wine magnet and a Dis Radio button. So yay, Beth! Thank you, Beth! <laughs> So be sure to join us next week when we take you on a spooktacular shopping trip as we count down the Disney trick-or-treats trick-or-treat candy you can find in stores. So make sure you just subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast player so you don't miss it. Also, if you're a Disney food lover, check out my Instagram at notsoevil underscore Disney stepmom and on Facebook, which is author Trisha Dobb. I'm currently sharing a food challenge I did in May with my husband and it's called 50 Bites in Five Days. So in other words, a ton of Disney food. So there'll be pics and descriptions of over 50 different Disney World foods. And I also have a lot of Disney food love in my book, The not Sweevel Stepmother in the Most Magical Place on Earth. And you can contact me for a signed copy or find it in paperback and Kindle on Amazon. So you can also
9: find me on Instagram and it's Lilo underscore the lost princess. And thank you all of you wonderful D-heads for joining us again for this episode of Magical Munchies. And don't forget to try everything. (laughs)
3: you only want to socialize. But I don't think we should. Cause spooky, scary skeletons shout startling, shrilly screams. They'll sneak from their sarcophagus and just won't leave you. Bags of bones seem so unsafe, it's semi-serious. Spooky, scary skeletons are silly all the same. They'll smile and scrabble slowly by and drug you so insane. Sticks and stones will break your bones, they seldom let you snooze.
0: And now,
10: a Disney On Demand memory. Hey D-Heads, Rich here from the One Little Spark Podcast. Today I'm going to share with you an unpopular opinion. Halloween time is my favorite time of year, yes, even above Christmas. And one of my most favorite aspects of Halloween is also one of my favorite things, and that is the candy. When I was growing up, we always found the more rich neighborhoods since they gave out the better candy and the larger candy bars and it was always a lot of fun to go trick or treating and now I have the awesome chance to continue to go each year with my daughter and we have a lot of fun. Now I will admit that I'm still confused on where a lot of her candy goes. It's a mystery. Another mystery is why I enjoy certain candy that people love or hate. And that's considered the Halloween candy. Yes, it's the candy corn. Originally called chicken feed, the candy corn is one that I always enjoyed when I was growing up, and my friends hated it, so I was always lucky enough to take theirs off their hands. And if you're for some reason unfamiliar with candy corn, it's basically just made of sugar, corn syrup, and confectioner's wax, and it's in the shape of a kernel of corn. It's also soft to the chew, but everyone should know what this candy is. (laughs) Now, this candy is just about 140 years old and is loved or hated, but for me, I love it. Over 39 million pounds is produced each year, and it's a nice alternative as, quote-unquote, a healthier alternative candy with only 28 grams of sugar and 140 calories per handful. And best of all, it's fat-free. But what about you? Do you love this candy or despise it? What other candies do you enjoy? Let me know on my podcast show page by searching One Little Spark Podcast under group on Facebook, or you can like the show page. You can also find me on Twitter at OLS underscore podcast, or find my show on iTunes or many other podcatcher apps of your choosing. Happy Halloween, D-heads!
2: The following presentation will demonstrate how to haunt the living, but before we begin, one must be... Not living. (laughs) The fine specimen observed here is commonly known as a ghost.
6: Ghost? Where?
2: Why, you, my friend. Me? Yes, you. Have just joined the ranks of the supernatural.
6: Oh, that explains what
2: all that racket was out there. (laughs) Hey, I'm not ready
6: to be dearly departed.
2: Don't you worry. It's only temporary, just long enough for you to demonstrate how to haunt a house. Step one: choose a house to haunt.
5: Now gather round while I lose a date, and what goes on when it. It's late, along about midnight, the ghosts and banshees get together for a jamboree. There's ghosts with horns and saucer eyes, some have fangs about this size, some short and fat, some tall and thin, and some don't even bother to wear their skin. I'm telling you, brother,
3: it's a fearful
5: sight just to see what goes on in the night. When the spooks have a midnight jamboree They break it up with a fiendish glee Ghosts
15: are bad, but the one that's cursed Is the headless horseman, he's the worst
5: When he goes jogging across the land Holding his noggin right in his hand Demons take one look and groan Then they hit the road for parts unknown Well, there's no raid like a spook that's burned don't like a man, he's really burned He swears to the longest day he's dead
7: Well, I'll show them that I can get ahead
5: do, do, whoa, 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 whoa. So close all the windows Lock all the doors Unless you're careful why he'll get yours Don't think he'll hesitate a bit Cause you clip your top, you did Like some little, he likes some big Put him in the middle or wear a wig Black or white or even red The headless horseman needs a head With a hip, hip, hip and a clippity-clop Why, he's out looking for a head to chop So don't stop to figure out a plan Cause you can't reason with a headless man With a hip, hip, hop and a clippity-clop Look out! (laughs) We know what we're talking about, believe me. You better watch your cues, but take a look at the people who ignored the old good book. Change your ways, you'll find it pays, cause you can't be a haint if you ain't. Kind of crazed, I guess you'd say. Take our word, we know what we're talking about. You know, this is a pretty spooky thing we're doing here. You don't mind if I turn on another light,
0: do you? Hmm? It's time, D-heads, for a Disney Halloween treat. The annual not-so-scary Halloween celebration, only on disradio.com. Happy Hallow Wishes, everyone! <laughs>
1: All right, all of you D-heads, so I am back, and I hope you enjoyed this week's show as we're continuing on with our month-long celebration, and I want to extend that very special thank you once again to the very talented Ken Page, the voice of Oogie Boogie, for stopping in once again, celebrating this holiday with us, and so much more. Thank you, Ken. I am excited to see more from Oogie Boogie, that live stage show, and so much more. I'd also like to thank the D-team of Randy, Aaron, Dominic, Trisha, Jamie, and, of course, our call-ins from One Little Spark and many others for stopping in here this week. This week with their signature segments and adding a little bit of Halloween fun for all of you D-Heads out there. Remember, you can connect up with the D-Team on our official website at DizRadio.com. Just go to the D-Team page and email them right there. And most of all, I want to thank you the D-Heads. Without you, there would be no show. We wouldn't be doing this Halloween celebration. We wouldn't have any of it if it wasn't for you, the D-Heads. You truly do make the magic happen. Now next week, we're continuing on with our 7th annual Not So Scary Halloween Celebration. That's right? All month long, all things Halloween. And before I clue you in as to who's going to be stopping in here next week, I do want to give you all the different ways you can stay connected here at the show. And first and foremost, you can always visit our official website at dizradio.com, D-I-Z-Radio.com. There you can find our full list of past shows, the complete podcast archives, our latest news blogs, and more right there on our official website at dizradio.com, diz radio. Dot com. You can also connect up with us all over the social media outlets on Facebook at facebook.com slash Show. That's D-I-Z Radio S-H-O-W. You can also find our DWire Disney Discussion Group on Facebook as well. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and many other places. Just search Disney On Demand, Disney Blue, and that's B-L-U, or Diz Radio, D-I-Z Radio, all of which are going to help you find, as I always say, our fun, quirky, magical, and this time of the year, spooky little Disney show. And if you just can't wait and you want to stay connected and get the fright in your ears right away as it gets released all month long, All you have to do is go to iTunes and Stitcher Radio and subscribe right there. Just search Disney On Demand, Disney Blue, or Diz Radio. Hit subscribe, and you can get the latest shows as they get released so you can hear our guests, our D-team, and so much more as soon as they get released on your iPhone, your Android, your tablet, the device of your choosing just through iTunes and Stitcher Radio. And if I've been talking too fast... Too much energy for you. All you have to do is go to DizRadio.com, D-I-Z Radio.com, and find all these links there as well. All right, all VD heads lots of fun things, great things, as I continue to celebrate my favorite season, Halloween. I am so excited to continue on here this month. And next week, we're going into the realm of Disney, maybe one of the many arms of Disney. So it might not be Walt Disney Pictures per se, but it still is Disney. Think of somebody that uh, helps bring to life Slinky. Somebody that also fights trolls. Somebody that has a jar of meak to keep those trolls at bay. I'm gonna leave it at that, all VD heads. So until next week, keep it fun, keep it spooky, carve those pumpkins, make those memories, and as I always say, slow down, take time, and never neglect family for business. You can always make memories. You can't always make money. So until next week, all VD heads, have fun and happy Halloween wishes. Boo to you, a trick or treat for you, that's Boo, it's you, go, Boo, A Boo to you, and you, and you, and you, happy
2: Halloween. Boo, a trick or treat for you, a trick, something sweet or treat, and good to eat eat. for you, it's just Boo. Happy Halloween! Blue to you and you!